Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahir Rabbil Alamin. Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil mursaleen nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in amma ba'd. Last week we identified the most important quality, the most essential quality, and the first quality that is required for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to change our situation in this world and in akhirah. our situation and our circumstances as individuals and more importantly as a nation and an ummah. We said this is Iman, the most important asset that the believer has, Iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Iman in his angels, in his prophets, in his scriptures, in the Quran, Iman in judgment, in life after death, Iman in the predestiny, the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the most important asset of the believer, more important than his wealth, his family, and his own life. Only with Iman will we be deservant of the promises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam once asked Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'in he said whose iman causes you amazement in relation to whose iman are you amazed that this is amazing the iman of this category of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is amazing so Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'in said the iman of the angels why is that? Because the iman of the angels is put, it does not increase, it does not decrease. <coughs> so Rasulullah said, there is nothing amazing about that. They are close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they speak directly to Allah. There should be no amazement in the level of iman of the angels and how it does not increase or decrease. So they said the Iman of the Prophets because the Iman of the Prophets is always in, on the increase. It never decreases. So he said, Rasulullah responded, that is also, no, there is no matter of amazement in it because they are constantly receiving revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they said, our Iman Sahaba said, our Iman, if not the Iman of angels, or the Iman of prophets, or then, then it should be our Iman. And we know that Sahaba radiallahu majma'in are the best of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after Anbiya. Because this nation is the best amongst all nations, and Sahaba are the best of this nation. So they said, our Iman. 
Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "There is no amazement in your iman. I am amongst you. That you are constantly receiving information directly from Allah subhanahu wa taala through me. You have seen me. You have seen the miracles. You have seen my character." So they said, whose iman is amazing, Ya Rasulullah? He said, it is the iman of a people that will come after us, who will read through books and pages and will believe in them. And then Rasulullah sallallahu recited, وَمَنْ يَعْتَصِمْ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ هُدِيَ إِلَىٰ صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ Those who hold fast unto Allah, they will be guided to a straight path. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those. This statement of Rasulullah sallallahu brings us to the next quality that is important for us to see change, to see the help and support of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because we said Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not change the state or the situation of a people until they change themselves. Rasulullah after mentioning that these people will read scripture, they will read Quran, they will read hadith, and they will, be, they will believe in it. This is amazing. They have not seen Allah like, and they do not have any direct with, contact with Allah like the angels. They don't hear commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have not seen the Prophet وسلم, they have not seen the miracles of the Prophet. But they are doing what? They are holding fast onto the information which they have received. They have received the scripture, the Quran, the book of Allah. Holding fast is known as Al-I'tisam. Al-I'tisam. To hold fast onto something. And when we look at the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions i'tisam in a number of places but in two different ways one is i'tisam billah hold fast unto allah and the second is i'tisam bihablillah to hold fast onto the rope of allah so holding fast onto allah and holding fast onto the rope of allah this is the second quality that is needed because if you remember a few weeks ago when we spoke about Musa السلام, and his people in the time of adversity and challenges facing, faced by Bani Israel from Fir'aun Musa السلام, said what to his people? يَا قَوْمِ إِن كُنْتُمْ آمَنْتُمْ بِاللَّهِ فَعَلَيْهِ تَوَكَّلُوا إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ O my people, if you truly Claim belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then depend on Him. If you are true believers. So the first quality that is required is Iman. And what will tell you that your Iman is sufficient? Because we said last week, Iman increases, decreases. It is a currency to deal with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The more Iman, the more you get. The less Iman, the less you will get. But there is a threshold that you have to go across. There is a limit that you have to exceed in order to receive from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is not enough to believe like the Bedouins who came and said, we believe. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responded that you do not. Do not claim belief. Rather say you are Muslims. You have submitted. So this quality of i'tisam, holding fast. Why do you hold fast? In English does not even begin to translate or do justice to the meanings of i'tisam. I'tisam is when you hold on to something seeking protection from something that is harmful or something that you fear. I'tisam, holding fast onto something that will protect you from the half harmful and from that which you fear. This is I'tisam. So holding on to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, holding fast onto Allah and holding fast onto the rope of Allah, these are two very important meanings in the Quran. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about holding fast onto Allah, this is a known verse of Surah Al-Hajj. The last few verses of Surah Al-Hajj always recited. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَاَعْتَصِمُوا بِاللَّهِ Hold fast onto Allah. It is a command. It's not an option. It is a command. Hold fast onto Allah. هُوَ مَوْلَاكُمْ He is your Lord. He is your patron. فَنِعْمَ الْمَوْلَى What an excellent Lord. وَنِعْمَ النَّصِيرِ What an excellent helper. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying what? If you, hold on, if you hold fast onto me, then I will help you. I will protect you. I will be your Lord. And what an excellent protection that is to receive protection from the all-powerful, the one who has ability over everything, the one who has knowledge of everything, the one who is not challenged, his will is executed regardless of the will of his creation. What an excellent Mawla and what an excellent helper. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, If Allah is supporting you, if he comes to your support, to your help, None can overpower you. None. لا غالب لكم. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is a general statement that nothing or no one other than Allah will overpower you if Allah comes to your help. So this is a quality, holding fast to Allah. Let us look at the reward. What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give when you hold fast onto him? And then we will look at the meaning. The reward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in a number of verses. One of them, وَمَنْ يَعْتَصِمْ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ هُدِيَ إِلَىٰ صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ The one who holds fast onto Allah will be guided to a straight path, to the straight path. In a verse... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, Ya ayyuhal nasu, O mankind, qad ja'akum burhanum min rabbikum. A clear proof has come to you from your Lord. 
وَأَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكُمْ نُورًا مُبِينًا And we have revealed to you a clear light. Meaning the Qur'an, it is a guide. فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِاللَّهِ As for those who believe in Allah, this is what? The first condition. فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَاعْتَصَمُوا بِهِ As for those who believe in Allah and hold fast unto Allah, فَسَيُدْخِلُهُمْ فِي رَحْمَةٍ مِّنْهُ وَفَضْلٍ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will cause them to enter into his mercy and into his blessing. وَيَهْدِيهِمْ إِلَيْهِ صَرَاطًا مُسْتَقِيمًا And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide them to him through a straight path. These are the promises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What are the examples? What are the examples of holding fast unto Allah? The first example we will mention is that of Ibrahim alayhi salam. When Namrud and his people decided to do what? To burn him alive. We all know this. But we contemplate. They decided to do what? Burn him alive. So he called people to Allah. They became uh, angry when he destroyed the idols. They said, you know what? Let us just rid ourselves of this man. So his entire community are wanting him to be what? Punished. When he was thrown, what was the words of Ibrahim alayhi salam? Huh? What was the words of Ibrahim alayhi salam? Hasbi Allah wa ni'mal wakil. Allah is enough for me. This is holding fast onto Allah. Allah is enough for me and he is the best disposer of affairs. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did what in return? Qulna ya naru kuni bardan wa salaman ala Ibrahim. He was protected. You see, we said i'tisam means to hold fast onto Allah in order for him to protect you from that which you fear and which is harmful for you. Fire is harmful and fear. It was not a, a little few logs of wood, a huge fire. For a number of days, people were bringing, uh, some say 40 days, people were bringing bringing wood and they did this religiously when they made an oath they said what we will go and fetch some wood for the fire to burn Ibrahim out of loyalty to our lords and our gods so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected him how was he protected not a wind came and blew off or an angel came and took him away no for it to be a sign for mankind until the day of Qiyamah. Those who hold on, hold fast onto Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will change the system of the world for them. Fire burns, but it will not burn Ibrahim. This is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, if you, if you hold on fast onto me, then this is how I deal with my servants. قُلْنَا يَا نَارُ كُونِي بَرْدًا وَسَلَامًا عَلَىٰ إِبْرَاهِيمٌ Cool and peaceful for Ibrahim alayhi salam. And we know that when he was questioned, what is the best time in your life? He said, the time I spent in fire. Food from Jannah, provision from Jannah. The ropes 
which held the hands and the arms of Ibrahim السلام, were burned, but the skin was not touched. The ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Huwa He is your helper. He is your protector. The second is that of Musa السلام, with Bani Israel. Huh? Musa السلام, and Bani Israel, when they fled from Fir'aun at night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, take Bani Israel, go out. The whole night, Musa السلام, and Bani Israel are uh, traveling. And when the, when the day break uh, comes, they realize they have not moved much. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have guided them. Jibreel could have come down and you know, taken all of them on, uh, onto uh, a path that will uh, be uh, safe for them. Yes, Allah could have sent Burak for all of them, like he did for Rasulullah travel uh, to the extent of the site. In moments, they could be on the other side of the planet. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted it to be what? A sign for mankind until the day of Qiyamah. So when they came to the sea, Bani Israel said what? Inna la They were believers, but their iman had not reached that level. So they said, yes, we believe, Ya Musa. But you know what? We are going to die now. It's either we drown or behind us is Fir'aun. What was the response of Musa alayhi salam? Qala kalla. This is i'tisam billah. Never. You know in Urdu you say hargiz nahi. Never. The thought did not even cross the mind of Musa alayhi salam. Allah commanded me to leave, I have left. How can Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after fulfilling his command give me up? قَالَ كَلَّا إِنَّ مَعِي رَبِّي سَيَهْدِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with me. He will guide me. He will guide me to safety. He did not say, إِنَّ مَعَنَا رَبُّنَا That our Lord is with us. Ulama say, Musa alayhi salam responded that Allah is with me. I am the one who is fulfilling all of the commands of Allah. And I am the one who has the iman that is required. Your iman is weak. You have seen this and your iman has been shaken. Fir'aun is coming. We are going to, inna lamudrakun. We're going to be caught. We're going to die. This is the second example. What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do? Parted the sea. For Musa alayhi salam. He parted the sea. Twelve paths for Bani Israel. They crossed over. When Musa alayhi salam came to the end, he did what? He wanted to because Allah commanded him to hit uh, with his staff, with his stick, the sea. So he wanted to strike the sea again. Allah says, الْبَحْرَ رَهْوَى Leave the sea. It is not your doing, my doing. إِنَّهُمْ جُنْدٌ مُغْرَقُونَ They will be destroyed. Allah did what? He protected Musa and his people. He destroyed their enemy. And then, he gave them the promised land. Although they did not enter into it immediately. This is the second. The third is the uh, story of Wadhannuni, uh, Yunus alayhi salam. We've mentioned Yunus alayhi salam. A fourth, the story of Zakariyah. Rabbi la tadharni fardan wa anta khayrul warithin. In old age, his wife cannot have children. But he does what? وَمَنْ يَعْتَصِمْ بِاللَّهِ so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants him zak- uh, Yahya. Another very, very important example that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has detailed in the Quran 
is the example of Yusuf alayhi salam. Yusuf alayhi salam. Faced by sin. And he is in a position of weakness. Because he is a slave. And this woman is a powerful woman. And those are all locked. And there is, the, there is his human nature. So all of these challenges are facing him. <coughs> he says what? <laughs> One of the ulama I was reading, he said, when Yusuf السلام, was asked by the uh, Zulaikha, the wife of the Aziz, to commit zina, he did not say, what is wrong with you? What's the matter with you? Are you mad? No, no. He immediately sought what? Refuge in Allah. Holding fast onto Allah. I can only be protected by Allah. I seek refuge in Allah. He did not depend on himself. This is our problem. We depend on ourselves. I will do it. Yes, you can do it. You can do it. I will do it. This is all we are told, right? Absolutely. But first and foremost, depend on Allah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you know what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relates the words of the, the, the wife of Al-Aziz. That when she gathered those women and she brought Yusuf alayhi salam out, displaying him, his beauty. She said, قَالَتْ فَذَلِكُنَّ الَّذِي لُمْتُنَّنِ فِي وَلَقَدْ رَاوَدْتُهُ عَنْ نَفْسِهِ فَاسْتَعْصَمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, even the, the wife of Al-Aziz recognized that he was holding fast onto Allah. I have tried to um, I have tried to um, convince him, seduce him despite himself. I know that he is a pure person. But despite that, I wanted to convince him to commit the fahisha and seduce him. But he held fast how was the i'tisam uh, of Yusuf alayhi salam? وَلَا إِنْ لَمْ يَفْعَلْ مَا أَمُرُهُ لَيُزْدَنَنَّ وَلَا يَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الصَّغِرِينَ If he does not do as I tell him, as I command him, he will be imprisoned. And he will become belittled. So that is physical punishment and also moral he said what? That, oh Allah, I would rather go to prison than fulfill her desire and what they are calling me to. And this is the i'tisam. And if you do not protect me from their plan, I will give in to them. And I will be ignorant from among the ignorant ones. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala immediately responded, فَاسْتَجَابَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ فَصَرَفَ عَنْهُ كَيْدَهُنْ إِنَّهُ هُوَ سَمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala heard the call and answered the call and accepted his supplication. So he protected him from their plan. إِنَّهُ هُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ He hears and he has knowledge. Over everything. 
What happened to Yusuf after that? Yes, there was a trial when he was tested, he was placed in prison. But after that, he came out and he was made what? Elevated. Number one, his honor. He, re he regained his honor because the king was made aware of, of his case. And then he was brought out of prison and elevated to a status of honor in this world and in Akhirah. And at the end of the surah, after relaying the account, when the people of Yusuf came, his father, his mother, his brothers, everything uh, was fixed and settled. The, the brothers sought forgiveness. Um, the father and mother came into uh, Egypt. Then he turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he says, that, O oh Allah, you have granted me kingship. And you have granted me knowledge. You are the creator of the heavens and the earth. You are my protector in this world and in the afterlife. Look, after going through all of this, he is asking for what? That, oh Allah, allow me to die in a state of Islam, of submission. And grant me entry into companionship of those who are righteous. So these are examples of what? Holding fast onto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In this world, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects. So Imam ibn Qayyim very quickly will go through this. He says the essence of happiness in dunya and akhirah lies in these two. Holding fast onto Allah and holding fast onto the rope of Allah. Without that, you will not gain happiness, neither in this world nor in Akhirah. There, are no, there is no salvation except by these two. Holding fast to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects a person from destruction. When you hold fast onto Allah, you are protected from destruction. When you hold fast onto the rope of Allah, and next week, inshallah, we'll delve into more detail, you will be protected from misguidance. You will not be misled. Everyone is a traveler, traveler to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are traveling on a path. A traveler requires two essential things. Number one, guidance, to know the way in order to reach destination. And the second, he requires safety in order to reach his destination if there is guidance there is no safety he may not reach if there is safety but there is no guidance he may not reach so you require safety and guidance you hold on to allah you are safe you hold on to the rope of allah you are guided the promise of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says Inna Allah amanu. That Allah defends those who believe. So when you believe and you hold on fast onto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will de defend you. He will protect you. And if we are protected, then our situation in this world and in the hereafter will change. So what we take from here, the second qualities that are essential. And you will see that everything will fall under these two. First is Iman. The second is I'tisam billah and I'tisam bihablillah. 
to hold fast onto Allah and to hold fast onto the rope of Allah. And we have looked at the verses which are the promises of Allah, protection, guidance, entry into the mercy of Allah and blessing of Allah. You will have his mercy and blessing showering upon you. And we have looked at examples of Ibrahim and Musa and Yunus and uh, Yusuf السلام, and there are many more examples in the Quran that if you are true to Allah then Allah will be true to you we'll end with a hadith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to Dawood this is going to be in the khutbah so it is important for us too <coughs> by my honor and my greatness any servant of mine who holds on fast who holds fast onto me and not holding fast onto my creation, any of my creation. And I know that from his intention, meaning this feeling is deep down inside the heart, not just on the tongue. The entire heavens and the earth plan against him. The heavens plan, the earth plan, everything that live between the heavens and the earth plan against him in order to harm him. I will make a way out for him. I will protect him. And any servant of mine who holds fast onto a creation of mine and does not hold fast onto me, I know that in his, in his belief. He may be saying something else, but I know his intention. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will hold, withhold the means that descend from the heavens. And he will find nothing under his feet. He will not be grounded. Nothing. Not, nothing but air under his feet. He will have no support. He will not even be able to stand in the face of challenges. Any servant who is obedient to me, I will grant him even before he asks of me. And I will answer his supplication before he supplicates me. So I will give him before he asks. And I will answer his supplication before he supplicates. And I will forgive him even before he seeks forgiveness. And this is a reality because Allah before he created in his knowledge is so and so is going to go through adversity he's going to make dua and I will accept his dua so before you even do the action before you were even created Allah decided that because you hold on fast to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he will answer your call he will protect you he will forgive your sins so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us these two qualities and we'll continue inshallah with some detail next week subhanallah alhamdulillah